Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another episode of 10 Minutes with the Master Enchilada Ro- Ro- <laughs> Roller. Uh, I am joined by um, four of our senior uh, team members uh, to discuss four. Well, I'm one. So three plus one. So it's four of us. Uh, Jonathan Kim, COO, uh, our franchise partner, Joel Perkins, and uh, Heather McKing, our chief marketing officer for Gringos and Jimmy's and the other brands. So we met this morning uh, to discuss um, what's going on with the coronavirus pandemic and how it's affecting our business. And this thing is, is really getting crazy because so many restaurants are shutting down and we, uh, we're just trying to survive. I, I tweeted a little while ago that I never thought telling a, a restaurant tour, a peer in the industry that uh, our business is down 55% that I would actually be bragging because currently restaurant sales for casual dining last week were down 80%. 80%. Okay, so something's big about to happen. So, Joel, uh, you run Fuquay, uh, Location Gringos, Cypress, Spring, the Woodlands, and Champions. How's it affecting you? Big time. I mean, uh, we're down about 60%. And, uh, but the good news is is that, like you said, others are down more not that's not good news but we're thankful for what we have and uh, our team members that are working are very thankful and the guests that are coming in are extremely grateful that we're still open you know um we had a discussion this morning about the alcohol do y'all want to talk about that do you want to leave that off the table it's up to y'all your call okay well i had a margarita (laughs) yeah well we all need margaritas right now (laughs) yes we do i had one yesterday so we met, we talked, um, obviously I'm sitting in one chair looking at this whole picture because, uh, in business you have to make tough, tough choices and, and, um, decisions and they, they're not fun, but you have to do it for the, um, for the survival long-term of the company. If you were sitting in my seat, Heather, as the actual president owner of the company, what are we doing now? What would you do differently than what we're doing now, if anything? Um, Gosh, I don't think I would say anything differently. I think everything we've done from our curbside, new avenues of our business with the margaritas idea, we're now doing team deliveries with the DoorDash. We've expanded, but honestly, as much as DoorDash has been a great revenue source, giving back to our team members and having them deliver into the community is such a win-win for everybody. So I can't say anything. Yeah, we may actually have a new model come out of this. We're studying it now, but you know, there's. I think we will. Real time, yeah, you study. know, it's it's you know, at the end of the day, uh, the consumer wants to always eat a a, um, a quality meal at a great value, and businesses. Uh, our our challenge is to be able to deliver that that quality at at a great value, but in the most efficient manager management uh, the most excuse me, the most efficient manner possible because uh, we have to pass those, we have to generate the savings and pass those savings on the consumer in order to remain competitive and, and, uh, and to be around. So um, Jonathan, um, share some thoughts on what's going on. Uh, I mean, I know you deal with a lot behind the scenes that I'm not even aware of sometimes, but what are you hearing from management uh, morale and all? Well, for me, uh, I think it's for one, from, Myself, I think it's important to uh, stay positive um, and be optimistic because this is definitely uncharted territories. 
And one of the things that I uh, that gets me, you know, excited about what we're doing is when we look at our team members, one, we're keeping them employed. Um, and the restaurants, like you said, you know, 80% is down. And then we have some restaurants that are, you know, 40%. And so um, on the average, we're, you know, about 50% down. Um, but that's so, going that's going to change quite a bit this coming week. This week's going to tell a lot because uh, the the numbers that were down from last week was because several of our dining rooms were still open at fifty percent capacity. Correct. So we'll see what this week brings. So one of the things that you know I have to stay focused on is making sure that our team stays optimistic and positive, um, as well as you know, I, you know I really thank all of our guests for coming in because you know again. They have choices and less choices, but they still have choices. And uh, I get texts all the time. They're sending me pictures and say, hey, we're supporting you guys because y'all have supported not only maybe what they have done or it's just a community or, you know, um, their son, daughter works for us and they appreciate everything that we're doing. Um, and, uh, and it's just, you know, we're changing every day. And like Heather said, I'm not sure we would change anything. I think uh, as things change, we adjust and try to stay focused on helping our team members and then helping our guests, and ultimately it will help the company. We know if there's one thing businesses are good at, especially small businesses and restaurants in general, is problem solving because we always have to uh, respond uh, on the fly, if you will, uh, to situations that happen in our restaurants, and we're good at it because at the end of the day, we have to make the consumer consumer happy. But, uh, Joel, so if you were the governor of Texas, uh, how would you change the restaurant dining scene? What would you do differently than what he's proposing or what's been proposed and currently um, being implemented across the state and county? Well, being in the restaurant business, uh, I may be a little biased, but I would love to see uh, them allow us to keep the dining room open and maybe just pull out 50% of our tables and uh, and practice you know, social distancing, being very careful. Uh, I think people would really appreciate just being able to get out. Um, obviously, we don't want to spread the virus, and uh, so uh, that's one thing that I would suggest. We well, you know the, the the word is that eighty percent of Americans will end up getting this virus, and two percent will die from it. Um, that's interesting. I mean, if you think about it, uh, that we basically shut down the entire country for 2%, although I understand the impact that's going to have on our health care system. That's one of the reasons why they're trying to, to minimize or slow down the curve. But at what point do you basically destroy an entire economy? Um, when, when do we turn this thing around? So, um, you know, where do we go from here? Jonathan, Heather? I, th- I think, uh, you know, to Joel's point, um, opening the restaurant, because, you know, besides the grocery store, we're a food source. And uh, if anything, like I was talking to the mayor of uh, Tech City, you know, he said, you really opened my eyes because, you know, as far as uh, standard of sanitation, we're actually held to a higher standard um, because of the health department. And uh, if we can, you know, like you said, pull tables out or even, you know, uh, yellow tape them or whatever. And even with menus, I was thinking, you know, we can give disposable menus at one time use they're thrown away or they can get on their phone, but we can do a lot and uh, it will help the economy. It would help our team members. It would help everything. And uh, well, cause we're, we're, we are a food source. Well, you know, if the restaurants are down 80% across the, the state, um, 
that's 80% less taxes that the state's collecting, sales tax and, and then on top of that, alcohol tax. And I don't know when they're going to realize the impact it's having to their budget, but, you know, the state, the state of Texas is a, um, a balanced budget. They, they, they operate in, in a balanced budget. So every time they meet every two years, whatever budget they come out with, it has to be a balanced budget, meaning if they're short, they got they got to look for the money elsewhere in taxes. And all this money they're short, and if they keep their, their expenses the, the same, um, all the budgets for all the different departments the same, then they have to go up unless they make major, major cuts. So we, we again, we haven't seen the ripple effect that this, um, this thing is having on the economy just yet. But when people uh, aren't working, they're not buying as much, whether it's clothes, cars, uh, anything. Uh, in restaurants, if they're not opening, they're not expanding. And there's, I know uh, one of our contractors that's building or doing a remodel for our Stafford location, he had three projects that just got canceled because of this. Uh, there's a lot of unknown and people before they come back full speed, they're going to be extra cautious. So even though they may have money, they may, they may not spend it. They're going to hold on to it. One of the things I've always done from almost day one is I've never tried to um, operate the, the, this company. I've never tried to uh, operate in a way to where it had to support my lifestyle. I've always tried to be as conservative uh, as I can. And so uh, on, my, on the personal level, I'm completely debt free. I have zero debt. And so I, I like that because I don't I'm, I don't feel the the pressure of having to make an income off the business and the business dropping. And the same thing with our vendors. Uh, we've always paid our bills uh, upon receipt, non-food upon receipt, and food net seven. And because of doing that, now that we're in this position, um, we're able to push our vendors out further, uh, two weeks, three weeks, a month, and so we can buy time. And that's really what we need. And a lot of restaurants aren't able to do that. There, a lot of restaurants are probably 30, 45, 60 days behind on their invoices. So they can't go any further in debt. And not to mention, they may be in debt personally. They may have new cars, new houses, everything they got to keep paying. I'm just glad I myself am not in that position. I think uh, it's, it's going to help us navigate through this thing. Uh, and, you know, We'll come out on the other end. I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to look like. But we're going to come out. Um, so we've reduced our menu, Heather, um, quite a bit to help efficiencies in the kitchen. How's that? How's that going? It's actually going really well. Um, it's amazing how, like we've always said, everything starts with the taco, right? So it's that tortilla meat, cheese, lettuce, tomatoes. Um, so, you know, it's keeping our kitchens lean and keeping our food efficiency in terms of the ordering, whether you're ordering online or on the phone, everyone's expediting and working at a, a quick speed. So, um, great. Joel. Uh, just, uh, nothing about the menu, but, uh, thinking about uh, crisis and, um, I think it reveals the true character of people and, uh, and, and creativity. So I've been amazed at the creativity of our team members and our corporate team as well. Uh, and, and you're really seeing leaders, you know, rise up and, and help out uh, develop systems and things like that. And, uh, and of course, going back to uh, just the company core values, uh, Russell, you've always been such a great example to all of us. The Tex-Mex Legacy Foundation that you've do- donated to and, and uh, the many, many team members that you're helping right now, uh, it's pretty amazing. So we stayed focused on that, and uh, I'm just proud to be a part of this company. Well, and- I think – 
Go ahead. I was going to say, um, I think it, it's trickling over the, the community support that we're feeling. It's not just with us. Um, when you walk into the restaurants, they're busy, but they're smiling. Um, same thing for us as far as managers going. It's that positive negative that we're dealing with this, but we're coming together and the strengthening of our family is is just, it leaps and bounds, but also in, into the community. Everybody's going uh, right now, they're doing the hashtag local takeout challenge. So it's not just us in our company, but the expanded community of going out and supporting other restaurateurs uh there was um there was something i read i can't remember what the story was but basically i'd also tweeted or made the post somewhere that anytime you make a a commitment uh you 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 live up to it a financial commitment or whatever you agree to do and no matter what you do it because your word is everything at the end of the day and a prime example of that coming up uh when the rodeo was canceled, we were still operating our dining rooms. Little did we, did we know that our dining rooms would be shut down a few days later. But one of the commitments we made was to purchase two animals from the kids that did not weren't able to show and auction off their animals. And so we're living up to that. Uh, we committed ten thousand dollars, and we're gonna we're gonna pay that. But now that our dining rooms are closed, a lot of people would say, "Look, I can't do it." But we're gonna do it. Um, you know, and we're not going to publicize it because it just it's the bad timing for it. To mm-hmm. Here you are donating 10,000 for animals and you have staff members that are not working. So but uh, at the same token, uh, later today, I'll be going to Stafford to drop off uh, about five or six checks for dishwashers because we're not washing dishes in the restaurant. Everything's takeout. So, uh, you know, we want to really uh, be aware and 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 just be aware of what's going on around us, uh, our team members, and making sure the ones that are being hit the most, that we, we help them in some way, shape, or form. And that's what we're doing. Uh, Jonathan, um, you had mentioned that we may be able to get a, uh, a huge catering out of uh, one of the local plants, correct? Yes, yes. Um, Marathon, they're getting ready. Uh, and one of the, the plant managers, you know, was talking to a friend of mine named Neil, uh, police officer, saying, you know, if he can come up with the menu, it would take a lot off of his plate. And he goes, I have to feed these guys three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And uh, one of the concerns he was trying to was trying to uh, make sure he's taken care of is that, you know, he can't feed these guys Mexican food, 21 meals. Right. So um, I, I'm working with Alex, our chef, to come up with different menu items. Right. Ten of those meals can be uh, gringos, Mexican food, and then the other – you know, 11, uh, one, obviously breakfast seven days a week, and then uh, lunch, it could be just something else. It could be Italian food. It could be whatever. We uh, can make anything, especially right. if, we're not, great if we're not making a, the dining room. Oh, we, we have, have great chicken spaghetti from the lunchbox. There you go. Oh, and the meatloaf from the <laughs> exactly. lunchbox is incredible. Yeah, no, the, we, could, we can do anything, and we you're can. right. And, uh, and I'm glad we were considered for that because obviously there's other restaurants out there, but then it goes back to will they even be around? And that was the concern. Going to a restaurant, and his concern was, I need to have peace of mind, and I don't know if they can deliver, although they can give me a proposal, I don't know if they can deliver. Right. Well, we will deliver. If it means me and Joel and that, Heather going up there right. and cooking, we'll hey, do it. Let's do it. I told him, we'll do anything and everything, especially right now, because we don't have a dining room. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can do we can do a lot. You know, uh, our core value, number three, reinvesting in our team members' local community uh, one of the reasons why they're consider, considering us is because of everything they've seen that we've done. Uh, one of them, for example, uh, what was that golf tournament that we served? How many meals? It was a, a tremendous amount of meals that we served for the officers. 
Oh yeah, it was every year. It's uh, it's Texas. It's called Texas Police Week, and they usually have it in May. And uh, and basically, we serve uh, four hundred uh, golfers plus all the people that work it. Right. And uh, and they raise money for the Texas Police Week, and they donate it to uh, you know, the teachers or um, in in other charities. Right. So we we've done so much, and um. And now we're we're reaping the benefits of all that generosity into the community, and and man, that's you know at the end of the day, that's um, that is so valuable, mm-hmm. uh, especially during these tough times. So I'm really hoping that guests will remember everything that we've done and will support us, and we'll con- we'll continue supporting the community in every way we possibly can. Well, let me tell you something that's funny. One of the officers called me last week and said, "Hey, look, actually several of them." He goes, "Hey, let me let me," uh, and I'm being serious. He goes. I'll make deliveries in our squad car. We'll get it there fast. And then the waiter that takes it, we'll give him the tip. And he goes, that's how serious we are. want to help you because y'all done so much for us. Yeah, I'm not sure of the legality of delivering a police vehicle, but I appreciate the concern they have for us. Well, uh, today's a new day, and tomorrow we'll see what what it brings us um i know we'll get through it like someone said the other day you know there's a beginning a, a middle and an end to a crisis and we're probably on the uh, we're coming up on the middle i believe and we we should see the backside of it pretty soon and i think again we're going to be stronger uh, another thing this thing uh, has done you know um, this virus you know we're supposed to keep this social distancing uh from one another and uh, it's it's a way of separating people, but the whole experience really has brought us together a lot closer than we've ever been in, in a long time, I believe. Very true. I mean, I've gotten to see Joel six or seven days in a row almost, and hey, I like that. Is that okay? That's oh, fine. No, but, you know, the, the beauty of having a team is that we problem solve uh, together. Uh, we toss out ideas that, that I think at the end of the day is the best idea. And so that's that's the benefit of being a team. I would hate to be an independent operator with only one unit. That's that's a challenge. Me too. It's very lonely and and a huge challenge. And that's why if you're not a member of the uh, Texas Restaurant Association, you should be, because I have been for a long time and I've uh, built a lot of great relationships uh, through it. And uh, man, you you can't you can't meet enough people, uh, some people of influence that can help you one day. Uh, Carmelo Morrow. Uh, who owns uh, used to own Carmelo's Italian restaurant for almost thirty years? He was uh, or forty years. He was uh, in Peru having a real difficult time getting back to the United States. After a few calls uh, of people that he knew from the association, they contacted Dan Crenshaw, and he was on a private jet back to Houston. So um, you know, it pays to know people. It really, really does. But anyway, thank you guys. Do y'all have any closing comments you want to make? Yes, keep supporting. Well, I will tell you, I know uh, um, for a company like us, and, you know, we, we have a lot of great minds here, um, but I do get a lot of phone calls for independent guys, and that's, uh, and we, you know, I share information to help them because it's all about helping, and so, um, and, I, and I appreciate our company for allowing me to do that as well. Oh, yeah, I have no problem sharing information. We're an open book. I mean, we've invited our competition to our uh, restaurants to look look at our menus. They can look. I don't care. They can look at anything they want because if they get better, I think I'll get better as well. So anyway, uh, thank you again for listening to 10 Minutes with a Master Enchilada Roller, Russell Ibarra. And thank you, Jonathan, Joel, Heather. Uh, y'all make my life uh, a lot easier. I know y'all do a lot behind the scenes that I don't even know about sometimes. And I think I'm glad I don't know. <laughs> so 
But thank you again, and uh, and tomorrow we'll see what, what it brings us. Thank you. Thank you.